Hey, BJ Harrison, what's today's Writing Well Handicap podcast going to be like? Oh, it's going to get crazy. <laughs> Hi, I'm Derek McFadden, proud to be an author, a poet, and a lover of most things pop culture. I am also handicapped, born with a mild form of cerebral palsy. But please note, this podcast is not called Handicapped Writer. It is instead titled Writing While Handicapped, because that's what I do. Join me as we talk with folks in the book world, and this podcast looks at the world of literature from a perspective you haven't seen before. This is Writing While Handicapped. I'm Derek McFadden, the author of What Death Not Terrence. I'm here with the audiobook voice of What Death Taught Terrence, B.J. Harrison. He is our second guest on Writing While Handicapped. How are you, B.J.? I'm good. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. Um, so I've been wanting to do this one with you for a while because um, while I've done other shows before this, this is sort of a pilot episode for me. I knew I wanted to do an audiobook when I wrote the book, and I knew I wanted a really good audiobook um, person to narrate. And uh, you are that. And um, so the first question is, how did you find your way into audiobooks? How did you discover your love for them? Um, this is a long answer. Are That's fine. Okay? I okay with that. Okay. This is, <laughs> um. Okay. So when I was a kid, see yeah. that's how far back we're going. Okay. Uh, I. <laughs> I didn't read well. Like I really didn't read well. I mean, I could read, you know, like a, you know, instructions on how to load the VCR or something, but I couldn't really like read for enjoyment. I didn't enjoy it enough. It was such a struggle that I couldn't enjoy it to really read for enjoyment. And then um, when I was in my twenties, I was a painter and I discovered audiobooks hmm. and all of these, and it just unlocked the whole world to me were like, oh my gosh, all of these amazing stories I've always wanted to read, Treasure Island and Count of Monte Cristo and all these amazing fun fun adventures that I, I wanted to read in their original format. The I classics. Can. The classic. Classics. Yeah. yeah. I just, I always, those they were always closed to me. Charles Dickens and all those amazing things and the way that they would write. It was just, it was a mystery that I couldn't unlock until I found audiobooks. So I found, um, I discovered audiobooks and it was so great. I listened to them for uh, every day while I was working every day for 20 years. And then um, in like 2007, a friend of mine was like, dude, podcasting is the thing. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a made up word. No, it's not. That's you're making stuff up. And he said, no, it's a thing. I didn't even have it. I didn't have a computer. I didn't have the mm. internet. I didn't have anything at that point. So like, wow. tell me about this made up word you're just making up. And, <laughs> <laughs> so he told me about podcasting. I borrowed a, I borrowed a computer from my stepbrother, and like, and I, and I, I, I didn't even have internet in my home for years. I just used it at the shop at work where I was working. Wow! And I made a, I made a podcast for like five bucks a month, um, and uh, and so I decided to to to, because while I was listening to audiobooks, I was like, oh, they're missing. This could be so great. Oh man, they could be doing oh, and they could do the voices and stuff like that. You know, I'd, I'd hear all the things that they're missing. Yeah, like guys, come on, step it up. So then I just decided to do one myself just to see what would happen, and and uh, that just kind of and stuff happened. Stuff, stuff definitely happened. happened. Yeah, yeah. And um, so now here we are. So and and that's the classic tales podcast that you do now. Yeah. Yes, I still do it. I still I still didn't learn. I'm still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so are there any specific genres 
or types of books that you gravitate towards actually reading? I, well, see, it's, it's kind of, it's, when it comes to the books that I'll actually, whoever's coming, if you're check clears, dude, and it's not like, <laughs> absolutely, as long as it's not uber, uber, uber dark stuff, you know, as long as yeah, right. he has like a, as long as it meets my criteria, I'm not like, sure. you know, selling my soul to whomever, but. Um, okay. So I guess the, the, the proper question then, I mean, <laughs> that, that's a fair answer. The proper question then would be, what are your favorite kind of books to do? Oh, okay. Well, there's, there's a, there's a couple. And this is one of the things that I love about this job because I have been introduced to so many nonfiction things that I would never pick up, but are absolutely fascinating that are just so, it's so fun to learn about these things that I normally wouldn't. Uh, I just did sports psychology for dummies lately. And it was just like, I wouldn't think, but I wouldn't pick up that book, but I got so much out of that. Mm -hmm. So the nonfiction side, that can be a lot of fun. But as far as fiction goes, I really love, uh, I really love um, a good literary book, but I also really love a uh, mystery and a thriller, you know, uh, again, as long as it's not super dark, I love, uh, gosh, a good, a good, some with a lot of plot twists and a lot of fun characters and, and stuff like that. And there are different kinds of reads. I would think like the thriller, you're going to read it very differently than you're going to read like a mystery or a, or a, like a Dickens novel, for example. I, exactly. Yeah. And, and every kind of, there's a different kind of skill set and tool set that you need when you do a, a nonfiction, you need to know how to research really, really well. Mm -hmm. But if you're doing like a youth fiction, you know, young YA or whatever, you need yeah. to be really peppy and really cheerful and like, you know, make everybody really, yeah. And, and, and have maybe a little bit bigger character voices because it's supposed to be more entertainment. But right. If you're doing like a serious, you know, uh, more of a serious memoir kind of thing, or, you know, you want a little more, more gravitas and stuff. A like nonfiction so, type, you know, a nonfiction yeah. type. Yeah. So everyone is kind of like, you kind of need a bit of a, a toolkit to apply to each, to each project as it comes up. And then, and then, so uh, as you're, as you're moving along and you're doing the different voices, how do you decide on, on a voice for a character? What is the basis for that? Is it a, um, is it a personality type? that gives you the voice? Is it something within, within their body type or, or how they look or how they're supposed to look on the page? Yeah, exactly. I tip first step is context clues. How is it actually written? Is it, is this a stocky person? Are they thin? Are they old? Are they young? Yeah. Getting everything I can from the actual text. Cause what do you want to do is nail what the author's thinking about. Right. So I take everything I can from that. And then I have, you know, some characters in my pocket that I just, you know, kind of plug in, you know, there's the grandmother and the, you know, and the, and the young kid with the freckles, you know, and, and just kind of adapt them based on what you can get that the actual story is, um, you know, trying to get to. So mixture of the two. Right. Uh, okay. So that, um, cause I was wondering that cause now everybody who either reads Terrence that I know or listens to it will say at some point if they hear the audiobook that like you absolutely nailed the voices and and the characters oh, of, of my of my people and it it's it's weird now because when i read if i write something new uh my uh people are like oh i hear bj's voice now when i read your <laughs> and i'm just like okay i mean you know that's fair uh, uh so um i was wondering 
what was your, I mean, it was a, it was a pretty long, it's a pretty long read for you. I, I probably not the longest read you've ever done. I've seen certain books that are like 15, 16 hours and ours is like 10, but mm-hmm. what was your favorite part of reading Terrence? Like, what do you think your favorite part to read was? I remember? really, I mean, it's a, it's such a beautiful book and way oh. to go. I mean, there's so Thanks. much to that, that, that this was such a special project. Thank you so much for even thinking of me for this one. Cause oh, I of course really enjoyed it. But I, you know, and the thing is, I really, I really love that first, just that first part and the, yeah. the job, because it's right at the beginning. That's where you yeah. <laughs> yeah. That first part when his mom comes to get him and, and says, it's time I'm to come here to take you home and stuff. And he realizes that he's dead that moment of like, you know, because that's like, we're all wondering what that's going to be like and how we're spoiler, all going to that. Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> no, spoiler. No, yeah. I'm not, it's called uh, that Todd Terrence. No spoiler. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> how could that possibly be a spoiler? <laughs> so, so, that was your favorite part. Um, okay. Well, it's, it's, it's one of them. I mean, there's so many and, and, yeah. and oh. all the poems going through and everything. I mean, it's a lot of those are like, it's, it's, it's a, yes. I love, thank, thank you, thank you. I, lo- I love the poems. I've had people say they love the poems. I've had people say they, they mm, on the poems. And so um, either way though, I know I wrote the book I wanted to write. And that to me is the key. Um, but also for me, for me, like in order for it to be a real book, it had to have two things, an audiobook and a hardcover version. Because when I was a kid, those were the two versions I need. I needed. If I if somebody bought me a paperback, I was like, thanks, but I know this is gonna get ruined in like two days because I'm <laughs> it, I'm gonna accidentally bend it or it's gonna you know. So I always loved hardcover versions, but um, so I but yeah, to to get a good read, um, audio read was 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 key for me. Um, all right, so now I mean. My favorite character is Terrence, but that's essentially because it's me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not, not going to lie. That's basically, it's an autobiographical book. Um, what, uh, who, was, who was your favorite character to, uh, to read? You think? Well, I, I hate to just piggyback on you, but I was, that's the yeah. exact, I, was, I anticipated that question. I, I get it. And, <laughs> that's the same one, because... I mean, it's so fleshed out. It's so fully developed and everything like that. There's so many places to go and it's so personal. I just spent so much time really trying to get into that headspace. And seriously, what a privilege it is to, to, to do that. But, um, that, that, I mean, there was, that was really, yeah. Like, I feel like I got like a relationship with, with like, I really got him, you know? And, uh, and that was really, that was really rewarding. That was really wonderful. I, I'm, I'm, this is, you guys got to understand um, how <laughs> cathartic this is for me to hear because like I have listened to BJ's voice a lot because I listened to it before we uh, finalized and I listen to it a lot now because I just do because I can because it's out there and you guys know it's on Audible. Uh, what Death Taught Terrence is on Audible. Um, if you have an Audible credit or even if you don't just, you know, buy it. Audible, just, just give Audible $16. It's fine. They'll take it and you'll enjoy the book. Um, but just know that, that, that is, I, I love it. I love it so much. And, um, we were nominated for an award together. Um, what death taught Terrence just won an, an actual award, uh, for best, best adult novel, uh, 
at the Wishing Shelf Awards, and you and I were nominated for Best Adult Audiobook. Uh, and that nomination is yours, sir, because that is your performance. It's my words, but it's your performance. So, well, um, yeah. Well, if it wasn't for the book, it'd just be me talking, and nobody wants to hear that. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's true. They're listening to oh. the podcast, and they don't want to hear me talk. So, <laughs> Yo, this, this is the, I need a script. Those. This is all very terrifying for me. Oh, uh, if I don't have well, a script, I might be doing it wrong. I hope. Oh. I hope. I hope it's easier. I hope I'm making it a little bit easier. Oh yes. Oh, Kim. Gosh, we do this for weeks. So yes. tell me a little bit about um, about because I wanted to get into it. Tell me a little bit about classic tales, and and uh, I mean you did a little bit about how you started it, but what is the um, when you decide on a classic tale to read? And I know a lot of it has to do with what's in the public domain. Yeah. But when you decide on a on a uh, on a big book, what are the main factors that go into deciding? I'm going to read this book today, or I'm going to mm -hmm. read that book. Well, the, the whole point of the whole of the podcast, the reason I did it is to give people that same experience that I had to, to approach those books that are potentially intimidating, really hard, have confusing language and stuff like that, and, and present it to them in a way where they could actually effortlessly just listen to a podcast and yeah. then just just go to these really neat places. So I, I basically just think of like, what are the things I like to read and what are the things that were kind of hidden from me back then? And so I, for a while, I really gravitated toward adventure and I did a lot of Robert Louis Stevenson and stuff like that. And then I would also gravitate toward horror and do all of Edgar Allan Poe stuff and HP Lovecraft. So it's just kind of like what feels, I mean, what feels really important. I mean, also like what, what's, what it's, it's haunting how relevant some of these stories are and the things that you read about that they were dealing with a hundred years ago that are happening right now. I mean, I did a Scaramouche. I didn't plan for it to happen, but right, I mean, Scaramouche is a story about a white privileged man who gives up his privilege to help poor people, basically, mm -hmm. to take care of the disenfranchised. That how that came out the week of of the, the George Floyd um, oh, boy. situation. And so it was like, it just was very, I didn't plan that, but there was something in the air that just felt like there was now is the right time because a lot of these I, I've have on my been planning on doing for years and they just haven't felt like like the one I'm doing right now on the podcast the great god pan I've thought about doing that one for four years but it just felt right for some reason right now yeah. I don't know why okay well I mean that yeah I um I've always you know I remember one of the greatest things that my grandpa ever did for me he, he would read the books for me when I was a kid Mm -hmm. But we didn't live in the same house, so sometimes he would record chapters of the books on tapes before audiobooks were a thing. I mean, yeah. they were a thing, I guess, but you had to pay like two hundred dollars to get them. Yeah, um, yeah, um, and uh, so he would send me full chapters of like the Hardy Boys, oh, and we fun. we would read books over over months in that way. I'd send back the tape, he'd tape over that, and tape the next chapter, and. So yeah, it was uh, so. That is so. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. chills. That's so cool. And he was the one that got me into into radio dramas, you know, old time radio dramas, and mm -hmm. that I think is what made me want to listen to audiobooks, because mm -hmm. as somebody with palsy with bad eyes and everything, it's weird because I read books all day, but for editorial reasons. If sure. I am if I am reading book to for pleasure 
it's going to take me months to read a physical book. Um, right. Whereas if I listen to you read a book, it's going to take 10 hours or I can speed you up. So it takes five, you know, like <laughs> um, I, 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 and I always feel bad when somebody speeds up an audiobook because I get why you're doing it, but that's not the delivery that, that the audiobook narrator was necessarily going for is my assumption. So, um, but it, you can do it. I mean, it's, it's, you're allowed. Yeah. So, all right. I just, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of in shock that we're, that we're doing this podcast now. <laughs> well, I hear, I've listened, uh, I, and I told, I told Blair Fell this, the author of the first book that I did the podcast for the sign for home, because I had read his book before we did the podcast. And so I got so familiar with his voice and then he was talking to me and it was just kind of lulling me into a sense of like, I know this person. Um, and, but with with you it's not only are you am i familiar with your voice but you're like but you're reading my words that have been in my head before they were ever down on paper um and that is it's just it's to try to explain that to people is (laughs) that that experience i don't i never get that i'm always on the other side of it yeah so i can even imagine that well i can't start to describe or i don't know yeah yeah it's, it's really interesting it's it's one of those things where because um, Terrence took me twelve years. The original draft was two years, but that was only forty thousand words, which was half of the book essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another two years of drafting, and then but there must have been like twelve, uh, like 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 ten or twelve drafts. And so it, when I finished it after twelve years, it really was like having a kid who was graduating high school. That's yeah. what it felt like, and. Um, you know, I had a release party and everything and, and, and it was, it was, it was crazy. It was one of those just nutty. Uh, um, and I, and I look back on it and I'm just so glad I did it because everybody always says, I, I want to write a book. Like you'll hear people say, I'm going to write a book someday. And maybe 20% of those people will start it. And 10% of those people will finish it. I heard Stephen King say, you know, you are paid to finish a book. You're not paid to start it because nobody reads the starts of books that don't finish. Right. So, um, I, and, and now, uh, I'm, I'm, my writing process is a lot more focused in, um, I've, I've got a new book that I'm working on that'll be coming out soon, I think. And, um, but, Oh God, 12 years. So I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm just going on here, but uh, yeah, that's uh, thank you so much for, for doing all that. And that it means a lot. Writing while handicapped is a podcast solely owned by the authors on the air global radio network. Thank you so much for, for coming on BJ. Uh, Let me ask you if people want to get in touch with you and contact with the podcast, uh, where can they find you online to do that? I can go to my website. It's uh, classictalesaudiobooks.com. Or if you are looking at having your book narrated by me, uh, bjharrisonnarrator.com. You, and you should do that, you guys. If you're an author and you're like, hmm, I, 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 have, a, I have a book and I really need a narrator. Uh, yeah, he's right, he's right here. So you should, you should, work, you should work with that guy. He, 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 also really easy to work with. That's the thing as an author that I, that I do remember is that it was really easy um, to send it over and and to to first know that you re, you had read it and that you were working on it and um, 
as as you were working on my book, you were sending me notes saying, "I'm bringing my A game. I know it's it's going well," and I'm like, "Okay, I believe you." And then it came in, and I and I, I the first time I heard it because we we listen for you know you have to listen for quality checks and everything else. So the first time I heard it, I just started to cry. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. Uh, thank you so much, and goodbye, everybody.